Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it, regardless to what our state is. We have learned to be content in that. And so on today, I'm Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. And you are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line. Let me thank you for your presence on today and um, for giving me the opportunity to give you some instructions biblically, while at the same time allowing us to intercede on behalf of others. Let me also encourage you, if you are in need of prayer, you can certainly submit your name um, by way of our uh, email address, certainly info, info, I-N-F-O, at carolinachurch.org. We will certainly um, get your prayer request, and we will intercede continuously on your behalf, or you know others who need it. I do want to encourage you to invite others to this prayer call, that they too can get something to add to their day that won't take all day. Um, I want to continue today dealing with this whole concept of the constructs of prayer, understanding how it works. Um, learning how prayer works as a part of a natural process of growing in our relationship with the Lord. And as we develop an active and continuous connection with God, our Father, through Jesus Christ, His Son, by the power of His indwelling Spirit, we discover the heart of prayer. I do need you all to know that um, prayer is a uniquely human activity. It's uniquely human. No other beings have the privilege of communicating in such a way with our maker and redeemer. I know you love your pets. I know you love um, nature and its creatures, but there is no other being that has that kind of privilege of being able to communicate with God. Now, having said that, I also understand that prayer can be intimidating, especially if you're unfamiliar with the practice and you are trying to conform to what you have seen others do publicly. It will cause you to shy away from the whole activity of prayer, believing that somehow or another you're not doing it right. Many of us have been taught to see prayer as a complex um, or a formal or some ritualized kind of activity, and therefore um, Satan takes from us what is uniquely given to us. And then we start judging our effectiveness based on how others do it. Wow. Now, I do need you all to know that um, if we genuinely want to know how prayer works, we will make it our mission to study the life of Jesus Christ, God's Son. Um, more than anyone else, Jesus shared a close relationship and personal connection with God the Father, and therefore he is our best example 
to follow. He's the best example to follow. If we genuinely want to know how it works, we want to make it our, our duty to, and responsibility to follow what Jesus tells us ought to be the relationship and how it ought to go forth. Now, so he gave, Jesus gave his disciples some specific teachings about prayer. He gave them some specific teachings. I'm just going to list some things up for you today. Um, he said to them in, um, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5 through 8, listen to what he says. He says, when you pray, um, please don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you. Pray to your father in private. And then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. And this is Jesus giving instructions on what we, and I think that we're going to learn how to pray. Let's look at what Jesus did, what he says, because he is the man. Jesus stressed honest, heartfelt prayers based on a loving relationship with God the Father. That's what he stressed. Honest heartfelt prayers based on a loving relationship with God the Father. Now, if you look at, if, through the Lord's Prayer, Jesus also gave his disciples a pattern for prayer. If you look at that whole, um, what, what, we, what we've considered the Lord's Prayer for years, if you've been with me any, any length of time, you all know that I've taught you all that, that that prayer is mislabeled. It's really called the model prayer. It's not called the Lord's Prayer. It's really the model prayer. But he gave this unto us as a pattern that we might be able to see um, how prayer ought to work and how we ought to do it. So let's, let's wait, let, me, let me walk you through it. Um, if you look at Matthew chapter 6, Matthew 6, verse 9 through 10, again, the whole idea is to look at how Jesus um, taught his disciples to pray. Out of all the things that he, that he could teach his disciples, they asked him, they, listen, we, we're not interested in you teaching us how to preach. We're interested in how you teaching us how to lay hands on folk and get people healed. But we, are, we know that somehow or another, when you get through praying, there is a major connection between you and your Father in heaven. And what we want from you, Jesus, is for you to teach us how to do the same thing, because they understood that the reason why he was able to lay hands and heal people, the reason why he was able to preach like he preached and taught like he taught was because of his prayer life. And so he says to them, this is how you do, here's the pattern, here's the pattern that we see in this model prayer in Matthew chapter 6, look at verse 9 through 10, this is what he says, he says, um, he says, for, what Jesus said, when you pray, he showed them that their motives in prayer ought to be that God's name be honored and his will be fulfilled. I just gave you two things. One, his name be honored and his will be fulfilled. This is, this is what he says. Look, look at this. This
understand is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen, he says, I want you to honor God's name and his will to be fulfilled in your life. Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen, submission to God's will was a defining characteristic of Jesus Christ's prayer life. God answered or answers prayers that lines up with his will. You know, one of the things that Jesus Christ showed us is that he wanted to make sure he was in the will of God. In Luke 2, uh, Luke 22, verse 42, and Luke 22, verse 42, he says this, saying, Father, if you are willing, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Because what we see is that submission to God's will was what was a defining moment for Jesus. Okay, so um, God answers prayers that lines up with his will. Now, if you notice in 1 John, 1 John 5, verses 14 through 15, this is what it says. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Okay? So Jesus teaches his disciples so, so much that his will is important. Okay? Let's, let's go to the next piece. Jesus, he then teaches the disciples that through prayer, they could come to meet their daily needs. Yeah. That they could come to have their needs met. That's what it says. I mean, he says, this is what he says. says, When you pray, pray this prayer. Pray like this. Give us today our daily bread. That's Matthew 6, 11. Okay? Now, look look at what he did. He, 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 He gives us a template for when you pray, this is what you ought to do. You want to make sure that first, you show that you, in fact, are honoring his will. You, uh, his name, rather, his name and then his will. He makes that plain to us in Matthew 6, verses, um, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what our motive ought to be, that God's name be honored and his will be fulfilled. Okay? Then he moves from that whole piece to tell us that when you get through doing that, that um, um, we can then ask him for what we need. Give us this day, give us today our daily bread. He teaches the disciples that through prayer, they could get God to meet their daily needs. 
how Father takes care of us. We don't have to worry about what we might need today or in the future. We get to talk to God about our needs and we depend on him as our faithful provider. That's it, you all. Listen, I'll pick up here next week and um, give you some more instructions from this model prayer that we see that Jesus prayed. Because if, if anybody could get a prayer through, certainly it was Jesus. And that I'm going to pattern myself after anybody. I want to make sure I'm patterning myself after Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who demonstrated to us that the reason why he's able to do what he what he what he did and what he does is because of his connection to the Father through prayer. I'm going to ask you today to help me pray for um, some persons who need our prayers. Um, we, we want to continue to pray for Sister Tracy Berry, who in fact is recovering from a shoulder injury. We're going to believe God that the healing will take place and that surgery will not be necessary. I want to continue to pray for Brother Delbert. Sheila Reed, we're lifting you in prayer today. Ruth Ann Majors, we're praying for you. Brother James in Collington Station, we're lifting you in prayer. Jeff and Stacy Williams, calling your names out in prayer for protection. Traveling mercies. Pastor Stephen Tucker, the New Commandment Baptist Church praying for healing in his body. Evan Harold Brinkley, we're praying for healing and strength in his body. Christy Thielen's mother is having a doctor's appointment on today, and um, we pray for God to go with them. Um, praying for Sister Mary Davis and Doretha C. Williams for strength and um, while they're in the nursing home facility. We're praying for continual strength for um, Deacon Evelyn Mack, um, for Sister Martina Baxter, we're praying. Associate Pastor Talia White, she's hard-headed, but we're going to believe God to do what he needs to do. Praying for Sister Mary Little Irvin, believing God to give her the strength she needs for James Jones, we're praying today. I'm praying for you on today. That God's protection, hedge of protection will forever be around you. That he will not let anything break out that needs resources that he hasn't already given to you. To make sure that you are not insufficient in what needs to be paid done at that time. Father, in Jesus' name, we are so grateful, God, that you give unto us instructions in your word. You're such a great God, such a good God. Thank you for the instructions you've given unto us that are so simple, so simplistic, so germane to our nature. God, let me tell you, we, we first want to stop and thank you for just giving unto us the privilege that you've not given to any other created being in this world. God, you uniquely carved out prayer 
us. What a, what a tremendous thing. God, we, we just thank you for thinking enough of us to know what we needed even before we knew what we needed. To give unto us access to have your influence in our lives. God, we thank you. Thank you for having Jesus come and select disciples to ask the question that we wish we could have asked him. Lord, teach us, how, how do we pray this? How do we pray, God? Because, God, we know that there's power in prayer. So we thank you for giving unto us the instructions today. And as we continue to walk through your word, God, we pray for the illuminating of our minds. That we not be deep, but that we come to you learning how we can begin to have a relationship with you that is authentic, without arterial motive, without trying to be a showpiece before others and to demonstrate how holy we are. God, thank you for this. Uh, thank you for helping us, God, to not know, to know rather, that you never called us to exclude, but you've called us to include those who may not know, those who've not grown to the level that we have grown. Thank you for your word and ammunition of teaching us and driving us to know that you're the God of everybody. Uh, God, I thank you. Now, God, for those names we've called today, for those names I didn't know to call, for those persons who are on this call, for those who have needs even now, God, for those persons who are running from their call, I pray, God, that you would speak as only you can, intervene as only you can. In Jesus' name, we pray. And the people of God said amen. Listen, you all, I need you to know how much I love you. Love you with all my heart. And I want to continue to do this going into 2023. Um, and so you keep continuing to turn, tuning in. It'll get me what I need to make sure that I am giving you just some daily instructions, just biblical, simplistic principles that will help you to grow in the name of Jesus. Now, I've given you some principles today. So, on your mark, get set, let's grow. Have a great day on purpose. I love you all much.